Well, hello, Cassie. It's good to see you. How are you, Amber? Good. I can't believe it's already mid-April in 2023 and we survived the pandemic and this past few years have been a weirdo scenario, zombie apocalypse. Yes, but we made it. We're yes, here. Yes, we did. <laughs> so today, um, just to introduce ourselves, I'm Amber Rogers. I'm a real estate broker and agent, full-time agent in Greater Atlanta. And Cassie, I'll let you introduce yourself. I'm Cassie Fuchs with Southeast Mortgage. I've been in the business about 17 years, see all kinds of buyers and work with all kinds of agents. And she's actually my go-to can I say save a hoe? She's my save a hoe on my phone. Sorry, mom, if you hear this. Because I'll literally, it'll be like the 11th hour before closing, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, what do I do? This buyer's financing got screwed up, and we'll talk about that in the absolutely not, somewhat not to do before you buy a home. It's a good thing. But she saved me a lot of times, and, and it's good to have someone I trust. So thank you for all your help. Oh, well, and now you know I love you to death. So, yeah. so happy. So. I wanted to talk today about, you know, a lot of a lot of people have been hearing about the loan level pricing adjustments that mm-hmm. Fannie Mae yep. and Freddie Mac did. So I wanted to just give some clarity to it because it's all over the place. So, you know, high credit score borrowers are paying more than low credit Yeah, I just score. read that this morning. It's a conundrum. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of, you know, pare it down a little bit. It's almost explain. like they're mad at people that make less money. <laughs> they're like, how come we have to pay more? Well, I don't think that's necessarily the truth, but no, we're going to explain it's, that. It's not. So what what Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have done is since COVID-19, they want to give some relief. And so that for a couple of their loan program types, they've been giving a, an adjusted loan level pricing for them. Um, the first one's like for a cash out refinance. Okay. So they're allowing for lower loan level pricing for borrowers who have lower credit scores. Uh, so that they can go ahead and pull some equity out of their homes and, you know, so get help paying bills, um, you know, doing some upgrades on their homes. So they're just trying to assist those those buyers because right now they're suffering because of the pandemic. They can't Uh, enter the market. Right. And they can't enter the market. So they're trying to be able to, you know, give them some more of their equity. Uh, the, the next people are they're trying to help are people who are, are putting less money down to purchase a home. So this is helping Almost like the same type of right they're, yeah they're having a average problem Joe. Getting, yeah, yeah having problems get into the market. So you have your first time home buyers mm-hmm. who are getting a little bit better pricing um, even though they're putting less money down on homes. But the, but the going thing that you're hearing is about how higher credit score borrowers are getting, are screwed. getting screwed, are getting shafted, right? Um, but That's this what is, I read. It's not really the case. So it's a what clickbait it, thing again, girl. Of course, of course. So really what's happening is your higher credit score borrowers are always going to get the best rates, and they still are. They're just right. shrinking the difference between the pricing between your high credit score borrower and your low credit score borrower. Okay. They're just not getting the extra added uh, savings that they were give, getting previously because if you got to think of it, it's like a piece of a pie. Right. You've got so much of a discount that you can give, and now they're just giving a little bit less of that discount pie to the higher okay. uh, credit score borrower, but they're not paying higher interest rates. They still get the very best interest okay. rates. So is it a price point thing, may I ask real quick? Um, not necessarily. Because it's, if it's a jumbo loan versus a first-time home buyer, like those buyers that are A paper that are perfect credit score, they're not buying. Well, this is more like anyway. conventional loan limit, anyways. Oh, okay. But but it, it is, it's just a you know, 
just don't listen to it when the, the people who are saying that those higher credit score borrowers need to go oh, get buyers a heads are spinning right now they're like what, what? now what? i had somebody ask me like yesterday if i should get if they should put a low credit score borrower on with their high credit score borrower so that they could get the added benefit but of the see lower. that's a layman thing i right. would have thought i wouldn't have known right that's why i refer to you not the case you still do better with the higher credit score borrower than you ever will so with you don't lower. even let that person co-sign no no not you don't want them even need. near it because their credit's going to drag it down right unless they unless they need the income they need them for any and you know we actually do the reverse sometimes Sometimes we have a low credit score borrower who needs a conventional loan, okay. um, and we just add on a non-occupying co-borrower who has a higher credit score. Like their dad or something? Mm-hmm, that Got helps it. that credit score even out so that they can get into That's that That's really cool. I love how creative you guys are. That's why yeah. you're well, the best. We so. have to be creative. I know, because every, every, I tell <laughs> my, people are like, why do you like real estate so much? I'm like, well, besides the fact that every day is totally different, yeah. every client, every closing, every scenario is totally different different Mm -hmm. everything from suicides to cheating spouses that are in the bed when i'm at a show oh no 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 to like you said like you got some guy with a magic rug and Mm -hmm. india has to sell it to qualify for his loan and he's waiting on his dad to just uh, this happened to me deposit the money from the rug sale into his account so he can qualify and the night before the closing the dad hasn't deposited the money from overseas i mean just I'm sure you see it all. Everything. everything but that's what makes it song. interesting. So that's why we love our jobs. Oh, and anyway. one little thing I heard today, uh, you know, we talked no, about last it. week. So there's this theory going around that there's a 40-year FHA mortgage. Oh, I just saw that. Yeah, yeah. I so, just saw that uh, headline. So it's not. So, and how it's so beneficial. Uh-huh. Who lives in their home for 40 years, first of all? Well, but there is no FHA 40-year mortgage. So there's not No, at there's all. not. It's there's, just a joke. The, all they're doing is people who are already in a mortgage, an FHA mortgage, okay. they're allowing okay, those people extend. to extend to 40 years to help them out. With if their rate. If, well, not their, their rate. monthly payment. With their monthly payment. So if they're having a hard time making that monthly payment, they'll let them squish it out to a 40-year to... Just to get to, their money, yeah. Yeah, to alleviate. But then there's got to be a balloon at some point. I mean, you mm-hmm. can't just live somewhere for free I mean, no. you're gonna have to pay your mortgage eventually people so absolutely, absolutely like the forbearance crap like you're still gonna have to pay oh yeah just don't tell you now that. they all have liens on their mortgages i know i know having to and you and i had that issue yes. actually with yeah. somebody i forget who it was who yeah oh ryan or, yeah. no names no sorry. names sorry we're not saying names recpc <laughs> is her name or his name no nope. <laughs> or a non-gender non-binary that's what we'll say just so nobody ever feels yeah. like i betrayed them but yeah and they forget that, like, oh, I took out this forbearance four years ago or three years ago during COVID, and now I want to buy a house, and oh, shit, I never ran that much. Right. Or I did, but it hasn't been this. How many years does, that's another good question. How many years does it have to be? Well, you just two, have to be three. And you have to be caught up. Well, you have to be um, three payments beyond when you go out of forbearance. Got it. And then you have to pay back that lien. Of course. Before you that can purchase free. the next house. Now, if you, that's for conventional. Now, for FHA, if you had a forbearance, oh, you may have to weigh a full year before you're able to. That's why I was again. confused because mm-hmm. I had seen two different, I had heard mm-hmm. two different. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so guys, um, in life, there's never a free lunch. Nope. Just so you know. Nope. So, um, yeah, so what, what we were doing next? You were going to talk well, about. Well, I interrupted you. You were trying to explain the new stuff, the 40 year. Oh, it's all done. I just, oh, I finished. Okay. <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, I, I've had a little bit of a less dramatic week. Um, today was the first time, though, I will say, since 2015 in Greater Atlanta Market, selling at least 20 homes a year on my own, just listings, just the listing side, right? So meaning to the layman, 
you call me, I sell your house. That's the listing side. So I'm the listing agent, which just saying, I think takes more skill. But anyway, <laughs> and since 2015, today, this morning was the first time that I've had an appraisal not come in. And maybe I'm sharing too many juicy scoop little tidbits here, but I'm sure other agents are going to listen to this because they're going to do their own podcast and they should. Um, but my secret, I call it coffee and comps. So every time there's an appraisal, once the house is under contract, if there's a loan, meaning the bank is buying it for that buyer. So guys, there's two ways to sell a house. First, you got to sell it to the buyer. Then you got to sell it to the bank if they have a loan. So once you think you're under contract, you're really not unless it's cash and they have no appraisal contingency and no nothing, which has been sort of relevant recently. So anyway, long and short, we have over ask price situation, a backup offer over ask price, both have loans. Mm. So we priced it and I knew, I knew it was ambitious pricing, but I live in the neighborhood. So of course I want us to get top dollar. And there had been one that had recently sold, but it was more renovated. So long story short, this morning was the first time since 2015 that I've had an appraisal not come through 100% at the price. Mm. Even when it was inflated and ambitious, as we say, pricing. Oh, we had that happen. It's 15 grand off, but my seller's all pissed off. And I'm like, listen, I told you from the get, we need to price it at this because Mm -hmm. you needed updates. And you said, I'm, I would rather just take a shot, see if we can get more. And I'm like, great, more money for you, more money for me. Right. I'm straight commission, lady. Right. So like, I want you to make the most. I want you to make a gajillion dollars. Right. But the reality is an appraiser is going to look at the bottom dollar. And I, I think I've been too lucky the past since 2015 because I call it coffee and comps. I think I started talking about it. I bring a Dunkin' Donuts carton of coffee, donut holes, and comps mm-hmm. and I've been just handing them to the appraiser if it's a woman oh, I love I'm very this. demure if it's a man I might look cuter that day <laughs> and not be in leggings or jeggings sorry guys it's the truth but anyway and and they love it because this market has been so crazy that they're like okay I'm making 450 a pop and she did the comps they're gonna double check it all day long it's not unethical they're gonna double check it well, but at least it makes ask. it easier. Well, that's what our company does at Southeast. If if the comp, if the appraisal does come in short, we do allow the agents. See, to I didn't s- know that. That's to, amazing. Yeah, they send dispute in comp it. and dispute it. So amazing. I have seen. That's some, what we did this morning. Some so. changes, you know, it, it, it's they won't change to- it. We actually asked. Yeah, mm-hmm. the buyer's agent is great, and I've worked with her before, and she's just. We both just want to get it done for our clients. Yeah. That's the bottom line. So at the end of the day, people, if your seller wants to sell or if you're a seller and you want to sell and you're a buyer and you want to buy, split the difference. Yeah. It's only 15 grand. Mm-hmm. Split the difference. Don't go in our pockets. I mean, yeah. I'm going to make like a thousand bucks after it's all said and done. So right next, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, it's still way over the comps. Yeah. So she should be happy, and hopefully she'll come to her senses, and hopefully she doesn't listen to this. But, um, <laughs> she, but yeah, I think it'll. I think we're safe. I think we're safe. So I have an absolutely not. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I think we should start a thing at the end of our podcast for absolutely not okay. for things that we've seen recently that whether it's I think on your side should be more lending oriented, right. and yeah, on my side more real you, estate buyer absolutely. seller whatever. Yeah. All right. So my first absolutely not is. And I tell all my buyers this before we go in a house. Y'all can say whatever you want when you walk in that house. You guys are the consumer. You can say whatever you want. You can say this carpet's ugly and fuzzy and shaggy and I hate it. But I can't Mm -hmm. because I could lose my license. Mm -hmm. It's considered like deterring a sale. And I have a friend that got in trouble for that. Wow. Yeah, she just commented like this carpet's really ugly. And then the seller actually sued her. 
And she wow. lost her license for six... It was on hold for, like, six months. She didn't get... She didn't have to pay anything, but... I mean, that's her, that's her livelihood. had no idea. I know. serious. So, so my absolutely not is, as an agent at least, try to hold your tongue. You're not there to save the day. Let your clients internalize or say whatever they want on camera or not camera. But everybody's got ring cameras. I have a Vivint. Like, it's... Yeah. You got to And if I were selling, I would put a camera in every Absolutely. room because I would want to know what those people are saying about my house. That's I would right. want to know, literally. Sure. And I'd want to watch my stuff probably. Yeah. I, I, I you can't blame them. I mean, they, they deserve to see like what's going on. So that's my absolutely not. So my absolutely not is when you're under contract and you are, you know, in the As process a buyer. of buy, buying, you absolutely not go out and purchase a new vehicle oh, or the worst furniture you just don't make any kind of large um just don't know, buy anything in, just yeah, stay at home just stay at home you Count know your blessings keep, keep your money oh oh you go ahead i have to do no it. go ahead oh there's one more so that no i don't we don't have to go that way. <laughs> i don't even have another one the other absolutely not is do not make large cash deposits into your bank account oh see i didn't know that yes you cannot put and your money why is that? that's under your mattress into your bank <laughs> or account. your brother who's a drug dealer and asking you to say <laughs> right. just kidding that's a joke but anyway <laughs> you, we do we cannot source cash funds and those funds cannot be used for closing uh, there's been mm. too many, too much fraud in our industry to allow cash. So do not put large cash deposits into your account. That's really good to know. Because yeah. as a buyer, as a layman buyer, if I were, I haven't bought in a long time, I would probably be like, oh, it's great. I'm going to deposit this big check and now I'm going to be more credit worthy and I close in a week and it's all good. Mm -mm. So that just, because it throws off the LTV, the loan to value ratio. No. Or the just, loan to. No, no. We just can't source it. We always have to be able to source. Meaning any, where did it come from? Right. Is it gift money? So oh, if that's it's a check, if it's a check, if we can source where that check came from. Oh, okay. From, so if it's their employer good. and it's a bonus or but something. But I have, you would not just don't believe bother. the borrowers who said, no, I just keep $40,000 in my safe at home and I want to use it for my closing. No, we can't do that. That can, that money cannot be oh, used Oh, I have so many closing. questions for you. Can I? How long do we have? What time is I don't it? Know. My watch just the battery just died. Look at that. It's stuck <laughs> at twelve p.m. I wish it could I don't be know stuck. what time it is because I was I have so I many have questions. No, but no we'll time. dive into it next time. I'll make a list. Absolutely. I think my last absolutely not is try really hard, you guys, not to be a pop tart agent. Call your lender. Call your buyer. Actually, you don't even have to call people anymore. Just text your buyer and be like, "Here's my lender, Cassie. She's gonna send you a link. Just go online. Make sure." You're doing a disservice, you know, as a real estate professional, if you're not making sure your buyer or seller, like, knows what, if they're buying again, knows what they can afford. Because mm -hmm. what if, it, on the bright side, what if they qualify for way higher than they thought, like my client recently with That's you, right. Dimitri, and I'll say that because he's an amazing client, and his wife, Anna. <laughs> if they had just gone at what they thought at 500, they wouldn't have known they actually are pre qualified for up to 800, 900. Right. Because they talked to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and there's some stigmas about credit pools and stuff. And I want to talk about that next time. I have a whole list Absolutely. to ask about that. That's a good one to talk where about. Where people just sit on the fence and go, I don't want my credit pool. I don't want to knock on my. It's not like that. And she'll explain next time. Okay. But yeah, so that's my other absolutely not is don't just assume that you know what you're pre qualified for just because you think, like, you never know. Never know. And please don't look at Zillow. 
place. Oh my gosh, yeah. Can we just ixnay on the Zillow A? <laughs> I can't say their name. They might sue us. Who knows? God forbid. We didn't say that. Didn't Zillow say who? That. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Thank well, you for your time today. And and thank you've you. Shed a lot of light. I didn't know you couldn't deposit large sums of large sums of cash. <laughs> right before closing. All right, you guys. Have Thanks, a great guys. day. Thank you for coming.